Welcome to the Jill on Money Call of the Week. We are presented by Marcus by Goldman Sachs. This is an opportunity for you to get a little free advice. You know, I'm a certified financial planner. I was in the business for a bunch of years. Seems like 100 years ago. But this is my way of giving back to you guys. So if you have a financial question, anything that's on your mind, you can email us. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. And if you're on the website, the JillOnMoney.com website, we have a contact button. It's in the upper right-hand corner. We are talking to Stephanie from New York today. Hello, Stephanie. Welcome to the program. What can I do for you? Hi. Hi. Uh, Number one, thank you so much for taking my question. Of course. Um, I, um, without sounding too morbid, um, was diagnosed with um, a pretty advanced form of ovarian cancer about a year ago. I, like you said, I live in New York. I'm single, not married, no children, and 34 years old. First of all, let me just start it, like interrupt you and just say, I know this is really hard and I am so sorry that you got this terrible diagnosis. So you're single and you're 34. How much do you earn in New York? I make um, one seventy-five okay. a year, one hundred seventy-five thousand a year. Um, that doesn't include bonus. Okay. And do you usually get a bonus? I do. It kind of depends, but um, it'll be anywhere from say ten thousand a year up to twenty thousand. Okay, that's great. So yeah, um, and and I presume um, single lady in New York, you're renting or do you own? Correct. I rent. Okay. Uh, yes. Got it. I rent. Um, I'm, I live with my boyfriend at the moment, um, and where our rent is pretty cheap Great. for New York. Standards. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> so now you've got this terrible diagnosis, and I'm so sorry to hear that. Have you been able to work, or I mean, have you taken time off? How has that worked for you? I have taken some time off, but luckily the company I work for has been totally understanding, um, and they haven't made me take. Um, any of my PPO or any long-term disability or even short-term disability. Okay. So they kind of been really open with me um, about, you know, working from home when I need to or coming into the office for particular meetings. But ultimately, the, from a financial standpoint, nothing has changed. Okay. And are you in the midst of treatment right now? I, you know, I had my surgery. I did the chemotherapy and then doing treatment. I go once every three weeks. Okay. And that'll go through the end of the year. Okay. Got it. Oh, man, this sucks for you. You have really, oh, my God, I am just... It was a shock. I bet. It was definitely a shock. I mean, there's not much you can do. You get the diagnosis. So how can Mm -hmm. I be of help to you? Rather, although I have been known as a great healthcare advocate for friends and family, but I I don't presume that's why you're calling. So what can I do for you? So what I've really come to realize is that um, while I feel great now, I probably will not without sounding terrible, um, make it to, you know, retirement age, say 60 years old, where I can access my 401k. Mm-hmm. Um, in the past few years, I've been maxing it out. But now I've realized, like, I probably won't make it to that age. My question is, do you think that I should continue to max it out? Or do you suggest maybe scaling it back? Well, you're maxing out, so you're putting in $19,000 a year. And Mm -hmm. um, do you have any money that is currently in just, like, boring savings? Do you have anything there? How much is in savings right now? Probably $130,000. Good. I know that sounds like a lot of money, 
But yeah. um, I think that when you, I think having a big cushion, one of the things that mm-hmm. I realized early on when people get these horrible diagnoses is that you need cash on hand. There's stuff mm-hmm. that, you know, so far you've been incredibly fortunate in terms of your employer, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you still may need cash on hand. So mm-hmm. that's really good. Now, do you have any money in investments, but not retirement assets? So let's call it a non-retirement account. Anything in there? Um, no, I okay. do not. Okay, fine. And how much money is currently in your 401k? I have um, 80000 in um, a U.S. 401k, and then the plot thickens. I actually lived in Australia about seven years, and they have their equivalent of a 401k is a superannuation fund. Yep. I have around 60000 in that account. Okay. So you've got... 80,000 in the U.S. 401k, 60,000 in the, uh, you said Australian super. They have actually have a very interesting retirement scheme there. I like they call mm-hmm. it scheme because it sounds like yeah. nefarious, but it's cool. 60,000 yeah. in the, uh, in the Aussie plan. So mm-hmm. you've, that's a good chunk of money. Does your employer match contributions into the 401k? They match at the minimum. Okay. So they do a small match. In the Australian retirement plan, I think they invest for you. In the U.S. plan, you have choices and you've been using just like a long-term growth fund and, and anything else? No. Okay. Got it. got it. Okay. So I think the question is this. Is there a case to be made that in your current situation with a compromised health care situation that you start saving in non-retirement assets? And I think the answer is probably yes. Um, First of all, you know, look, you are in a high tax bracket because, you know, you live in New York and you get taxed up the yin-yang, as we like to call that officially. And so if I look at you right now, you are probably in the 24% tax bracket because that's the highest marginal tax bracket. So I think that what I would do is this. I would probably take half of the money that you're putting into the retirement. So maybe I would put like nine grand into the 401k because that'll bring your taxable income down and that's fine. You're in that 24% Mm -hmm. bracket. I'd pay taxes on the rest and Mm -hmm. I would start building what I like to call a plain old general investment account, a non-retirement account. Now, where is your 401k held? What is the, is it T. Rowe Price where they have Um, it? It's, it's through Merrill Lynch. Oh, don't do that. Don't go to Merrill Lynch. Okay. So, um, sorry. <laughs> sorry to all of you Merrill Lynch fans out there. I just now fully pissed off anyone who works for Merrill yeah. Lynch. Sorry about that, gang. Um, so what I would suggest is this. I think you should open a non-retirement account. If you want to make this really easy, the way you could do it is you could use one of these online robo-investment advisors. You can go through, uh, you know, Vanguard or Schwab. Mm-hmm. You could easily do that, and, and they can take you through an, a risk assessment questionnaire and invest the money for you. Alternatively, you can go to, you know, Vanguard or T. Rowe Price or Fidelity or TD Ameritrade or any of these places and just do it yourself. And the way that I would do it myself is very simple. I would simply take half of my money, and put it into a extended market stock market index. And the other half, I would put it into an intermediate term bond fund. That's it. Really okay. boring because this is money you may want to access. Right. And this is money that will be there for you. And right. we want to keep your cost of investing low. Um, now, mm-hmm. of course, I, I should also note that, you know, 
you can pull money out of your 401k for medical purposes. There is you 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 would avoid the 10% penalty in that case, but you would never avoid paying taxes on it. That's the way it works. So okay. I I think that doing some being sort of diligent and saying god willing i have made a mistake by not using a deferred plan and i've saved too much money in my non-retirement account but i also understand that if you get a very serious diagnosis you have to be realistic and i Mm -hmm. really i can't say how brave you are to make this call to us and to kind of grab the bull by the horns and say let me figure out what i need to do so Mm -hmm. i think you're going to split the difference half in the 401k, half in a non-retirement account. If you have any problem along the way, if you need any help, you have free and open clearance. Or as I like to say in our family, we say you are always welcome to play the cancer card with us. We would be put you at the top of the list always because there's only one benefit of having a horrible diagnosis and that you can play the cancer card every so often. That's it. That's your only benefit, lady. Well, I really, really appreciate it because I've been looking myself and doing a lot of research and, you know, there's a lot of conflicting views and there's no really clear answer on everything. So I really, really appreciate you taking this call. Well, I can't, I can't thank you enough. We are sending you warm wishes, good vibes. Um, What's my one piece of advice after going through lots of cancer with friends? Uh, Mm -hmm. Always have a scarf with you. It's cancer makes you cold, as we like to say. That is so true. Right? Very true. Yes. God, a nice, comfy knit hat and a scarf. And um, you let us know if there's anything else we can do for you, you. okay? Thank you, Joe. I'll send you a picture for my vacation. All right. Sounds great. (laughs) Take care, Stephanie. Thank you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Okay, that's the call of the week. If you have a financial question, just give us a holler. Send an email to askjill at jillonmoney.com or go to the website, jillonmoney.com. You can click the Contact Us button right there. Oh, by the way, while you're there, sign up for our free newsletter. It's free. Why not? We drop new episodes of Jill on Money every Tuesday and Thursday, and you can download the show anywhere that you get your podcasts. Apple, Google Play, Radio.com, Stitcher, wherever. Our music is composed by Joel Goodman. Mark Talercio is our executive producer. We're distributed by Cadence 13, and our show is presented by Marcus by Goldman Sachs. See you next week.